ladies, gentlemen, and other people. Andy here, day 119 of the Inner Winner Show, and I'm almost one-third of the way through this project, this 365 project. One of the funny things that happens when you do a 365 project is you keep arbitrarily breaking up the amount of time into smaller chunks, and you keep giving yourself these little, like, almost fake like faux milestones that you've just invented to kind of make it seem like you're getting through. So, you know, you'll say like, okay, my first 50. Okay, my first 100. Okay, I'm one third of the way through. Okay, I'm halfway through. Okay, I'm like at day 200. Yeah, like you keep breaking it down into little milestones. I think you kind of have to because doing 365 days straight of anything is fucking hard work. And you will find... You have to use as many of these little cheats as you possibly can to keep your sanity. Because if I think to myself right now, I have 240, what, six days left of this, I'm going to go fucking insane. That was terrible maths, wasn't it? Jesus Christ, that was terrible maths, but whatever. 120, whatever. (laughs) So you have to break it down. Anyway, what are we going to talk about today? This actually comes from one of my long-time coaching clients, And he gave me this idea or we had this conversation and he asked me to turn it into an article or something. This was like many, 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 many moons ago, probably like a year or two ago, I think he gave me this idea. And it was essentially about, because he was, I think at the time he was comparing himself to some of my most interesting lay stories. And he was saying like, you've done all this crazy shit. You've had sex in public. You've had threesomes, that kind of stuff. And people get excited over those crazy stories but it's very easy for the average person to compare themselves to that and say, well, I'm not doing any of this stuff. Therefore, I'm not anywhere near your level or I'm not good enough or I'm a failure and any of that. I used to do the exact same shit. I compared myself to the guy that I learned everything from, Good Looking Loser, Chris at Good Looking Loser. And he was doing crazy shit. He was getting blowjobs at parties in a sauna in front of like 20 other people. He was like having sex in public. Like, he was doing this crazy kind of shit. He was having sex with girls that he literally just met, like, 10 minutes ago, taking them home, having sex with them. Shit that I could never even comprehend myself ever being able to do. And it it gave me motivation, but there was also a big part of me that felt like, I'll never be on his level. I'll never be a player. And unless I can do this crazy shit, I don't get to call myself a player, which is another way of saying... Unless I can do this crazy shit, which I didn't think I could, then I'll be a failure. And because I didn't think I could do it, I was basically always destined to be a fucking failure. So the one thing I want to say is, if you go to my website, if you read the stories I put up, especially in my proof article where I've listed like the 18 most interesting stories of like girls that I've had sex with, it's very easy to look at all that flashy stuff and think not only do you hold yourself again, do you compare yourself to that and you say, well, shit, I'm not doing all this crazy shit and certainly not as much as Andy is, therefore I'm a failure. Another thing I want you to keep in mind is I've been doing this for years. I have built up these stories over a long time. If you're in the early stages of your self-improvement journey or the early stages of figuring out your sex life and how to get laid, you're probably not going to have that many stories built up. So you can't look at the, you know, 50 most interesting of my stories and say, well, I'm a fucking failure compared to him. I've simply been doing this for longer than you. It's like if you look at someone who's, I don't know, a multimillionaire or something in his 50s, it's like that's because you're only 20 and he's 50 and he's had 30 years more than you to make a lot of money. 
He's not a better person than you, or he might be, I don't know. But you can't just on the surface say, well, he's better than me because he has more money. It's like, bro, he's been doing this for much longer. And I also don't want you to look at all of those stories that I've put there and think that that is how it usually is for me, because it's not. If you look at the most recent stories of, I guess, like the threesomes that I've had recently, I've done podcasts talking about them, and I think I've done a pretty decent job. I've done them with Imogen. I think we've done a pretty decent job of showing you that it wasn't anything amazing. It was fun. It was amazing. We liked the girls a lot, but it wasn't flashy. It wasn't crazy. And I know you're probably listening to that, or maybe you're listening to that and saying, bro, you had a threesome. That's crazy by itself. But so maybe that's a bad example. But I have so many stories on that proof article of just like normal vanilla sex that wasn't crazy. It was just like sex. And in that proof article, if you scroll down to the bottom, you'll see that most of the stories down near the bottom are pretty fucking boring. It's like, hey, I met this girl, you know, we went to a bar, I took her home, we had sex, it was okay. It's not always flashy. You also have to keep in mind that I try to be as honest as I can, but remember that I'm trying to present to you the best parts of myself, the best parts of my journey. I'm trying to put it in a very... It's like... I'm I'm not trying to make it flashy, but I am trying to cherry pick the best parts and the most exciting parts and put them at the top, make them prominent. Maybe that's a good way of saying it. I'm trying to get the most exciting stuff across to you first, and then the less exciting stuff is what you find if you keep reading the rest of my website. But that proof article in, in that, that proof article in particular, I'm trying to show you the coolest, craziest, flashiest shit that I've ever done. So you'll be like, holy shit, you had a foursome. Holy shit, you've had sex in public. Holy shit, you've done this with this virgin girl that you'd never met before. You had a threesome with her and she was a fucking virgin. That's amazing. Like, I'm trying to get you motivated so you read all the crazy shit that I've done and then hopefully go out there and say like, fuck, if this loser can do it, I can probably do it too. If he can go from depressed to, you know, a decent sex life, I can probably do it too. I put the flashy stuff there to motivate you, but you do need to keep in mind that I am presenting an image to you. Again, I don't lie, but I'm presenting the best parts of myself to you. And I'm not going to, I would be an idiot to do it. I'm not going to put too much of the negative parts of me on my website. That would be fucking idiotic. How would that help you? I'm not going to sit here and tell you every single time I have a bad day. Why the fuck would I do that? But I'm going to tell you every single time I have a good day because I want to motivate you. I'm Again, I'm trying to present this image to you to motivate you. My job, first and foremost, is to motivate you and make you start this self-improvement journey yourself or to keep pushing you when you're getting in a rut. And there is also, I won't say pressure, because it's not a pressure. It's almost a pressure I put on myself. But again, with this idea of presenting an image to you, I do need to present an image to you where I look competent. And I think I do a reasonable job of telling you every time I have a doubt. I mean, I have that article called, I am always full of doubt. 
and I wrote that article during the lockdowns called My COVID Depression. I literally talked about alcoholism, depression, suicidal thoughts. I talked about all that shit. I think I do a pretty good job of putting myself out there and being honest and not presenting this perfect image. I think you guys would know that I'm anything but perfect. I mean, I talk about like alpha males and why you don't need to be a fucking alpha male. I talk about honesty and vulnerability and all that shit, but I can't talk exclusively about that shit. <laughs> to some extent, let's say 90% of what I show you has to be the good shit, right? Because you are coming to my website to say, let me see all the cool shit this guy can do. And then 10% can be the bad stuff. If we flipped that, imagine if you came to my website and 90% of it was, oh, I had a really bad day today. I'm really sad today. Uh, I, I felt lazy and unproductive today. Imagine if that was my website. How, is, how the fuck is that going to get you motivated to go and crush your own goals. You want to know that the people that you respect, like myself, have their shit together. And for the most part, I do. Jesus Christ, my life is like 50 million times better than it was like four years ago. Four years ago, I was depressed six out of seven days. If I had one good day in a week, I was lucky. Now it's like I have one bad day a month. That's pretty good. And my bad days are nowhere near as bad as, as they used to be. But the point that I'm getting to in a really long-winded roundabout way is I am a public facing person. So to some extent, I show you the best parts of myself to motivate you. I show you the crazy flashy shit to motivate you. And I dial down some of the negative aspects or the less flashy, boring shit. Cause how are you going to get motivated and excited? If I just show you, you know, the doldrum boring shit, especially when half the reason you come to my website is for the crazy stories for the sex, for all that kind of stuff. Obviously, the advice and the action, the how to take action stuff, the motivational shit, that too. But a big part of it is these crazy stories. So I want to come back to this idea that people have where they think, because I've had a few coaching clients say this to me. They're like, man, your, your sex life must be amazing. And again, yes, it is 50 times better than it used to be. The sex I have now is orders of magnitude, more fun, more kinky, more crazy, more wild than it used to be. But a lot of it is less flashy. A lot of my lays are, I won't say boring, but maybe I should say boring. I mean, maybe they are boring. Let's say plain, right? They just stick to the routine that I've built up over the last like three years, do the same shit that I've done over three years. I'm very much in a routine. So maybe you can say it's clinical and clinical isn't necessarily a bad word, but it's like, it's like you have a, a textbook. That's what I should say. A lot of my LA's are textbook. It's like, just stick to the plan, get it done, take her home, have some fun afterwards. Hey, that was great. Cool. Fun. Now I'm going to work on my podcast or whatever. A lot of them, it's just like, meet the girl, Go on a basic date. Hey, let's go back to my place. Undress her. Fuck her. That's it. It's been, let's say probably 75% of my lays are like that. And maybe that surprises you because, okay, maybe some of you are listening to this and be like, yeah, dumb shit. I know that. I know that not everything you do is crazy and sexual. But the reason that I made this podcast is recently I've had quite a few people, quite a few of my coaching clients especially say like, you know, like I said before, you must have a crazy sex life. You must be doing a bunch of wild shit like all the time. Like I wish I could have a sex life like yours. When in reality, yes, it's enviable. Sure, I'm sure you want to have a sex life like mine and get laid as easily as I can, as often as I can with threesomes and shit. Yeah, that shit's good. But it's not always like that. 
Remember, my website is a highlight reel. I'm showing you the highlight reels. I'm not showing you the really low points or the boring points. Why would I write an article about, oh, hey, I had sex with this girl and it was like, okay. I've written quite a few stories like that and they end up buried in my website and almost no one would read them because why would you read that? I had some kind of boring sex. It was all right. Like, she's interesting. She's cool. It was okay. And this concept applies to, I want you to apply this filter, this lens to everyone that you see online. I want you to be very cynical or maybe skeptical is a better way of phrasing it. Everyone you see online, you go on some fitness bodybuilder guy's web, Instagram. I want you to know that every single one of those photos has been heavily photoshopped, heavily planned out. They're flexing like hell. They probably have a gym pump. It's all very planned out. You can't look at the highlight reels of their life, especially on social media, and say, oh, I bet they're always like that. And especially you cannot compare yourself to that person and say, because my life doesn't look that fascinating and interesting all the time, I'm a failure. Because again, if you were to follow them around for a day and they didn't know you were following them, you would find their life is like pretty fucking boring a lot of the time. And yes, they do some flashy shit. And yes, you should be working towards that. Just like the entire reason you come to work to, to my website is to eventually have, you know, threesomes, open relationships, whatever it is you want. You come to my website to work towards that shit. But you can't, I guess what I'm saying, and maybe, I, I, maybe I've been very long-winded this whole podcast. This has been a bit of a fucking unscripted rant. I admit that. But maybe my whole point or the final point that I'll leave you with is I just don't want you to have this unrealistic notion of other people, especially myself. I don't want you to think that my life is just fascinating 24 hours a day. So many times Imogen and I have dated a girl and like on the date, she'll say like, you guys are so cool or you guys have must, must have the coolest lives. One of the girls that we're seeing currently, we're actually going to see her in a couple of hours and we're going to have a threesome. It's going to be heaps of fun. But she said to us at some point on the first date, like, you guys must be so cool. And we both laughed because it's like, no, like, sure, we're probably cooler than the average person, but that bar isn't very high. And whatever unrealistic notion she had of us, she'd painted this image in our head, in her head that like we're this BDSM couple, we're super confident, we have threesomes all the time, we can just fuck anyone we want, you know, we have our shit together, we're so cool, we're in this like loving relationship. She'd built all this shit up and it's like, I just don't want you guys who follow my podcast or follow my website or anyone else that you follow, I don't want you to think too unrealistically and put them on a pedestal. Maybe that's what I mean. I don't want you to put them on a pedestal because in doing so, this is exactly why we say don't put women on a pedestal because then it's unattainable. You're literally making it something you can't have. And if you put my website or me or any other self-improvement website or a celebrity or any of that, if you put them on a pedestal, you are saying, I can't have this. And that is exactly what I did with my old mentor, Chris from Good Looking Loser. I thought this guy's way too cool. I put him on a pedestal. I assumed his life was awesome every single second of the day. I didn't think he'd ever be boring or ever have a bad day or ever be unproductive or ever be sad or lonely or any of that shit. I just thought like his life must be fucking perfect. And then I thought, I can't ever do that. That's unattainable. And because I'm not there and I don't think I'll ever get there, I'm a fucking failure. So please don't put anyone that you look up to or respect on a pedestal. Shit isn't flashy all the time. 
even if someone is presenting the flashy elements of their life to you, you have to assume that 90% of the time their life is probably pretty fucking generic. And if your life isn't completely fucking amazing and fascinating right now, to some extent, that's normal. It will get better. I will say that. And I'm sure a lot of you would trade play. I, I would not go back, right? That's not what I'm saying here. I'm not saying my life is boring. I'm not saying it's not fucking amazing because it is for sure. I'm just saying I don't want you to have an unrealistic notion of what my sex life or my life or any of that is like. Please don't be unrealistic. Yes, it's a lot of fun. Sex is fucking amazing. It really is. But not every single time I have sex is flashy and amazing. Not every single day of my life is mind-blowing. It's not. It can't be. By definition, it can't be. My fucking serotonin and dopamine receptors couldn't handle that, right? And maybe we can talk about that. Maybe I'll talk about that on a different podcast or... Fuck it, I'll talk about it right now. On that notion of what I just said, the serotonin, your serotonin and your dopamine receptors couldn't handle it if every day was like a 10 out of 10. It becomes the new normal. And actually, maybe this is a really interesting topic to delve into. So before, like when I first started getting laid and first started self-improvement and shit, just like most of us, you would give anything to just have like one girl be nice to you. Like that would be a 10 out of 10 for you. And the first time it happens, it's like, holy shit, I'm on cloud nine. This is amazing. I've just had an orgasm over this shit. Like this is the best day of my fucking life. This girl was just nice to me. She gave me her phone number and she wants to meet me for a date. Oh my God, I mean bliss. It can't get any better than this. After you have this enough times, like girls giving you their phone number, it doesn't hit your serotonin and your dopamine as much as it used to. It's nice and you don't want to go backwards. You never want to go backwards and you should never want to go backwards in life, but it doesn't give you that same high. And so then at that point, you're like, man, I really want to start having sex with girls like on the first date. That would just be bliss. That would be the most perfect fucking magical thing ever. And that feels good for a while, the first couple of times it happens. But after a while, you get used to it. That becomes the new normal for you. And then you start thinking, I want to do crazy shit like threesomes. Then you do that. It feels amazing. But after a while, that becomes the new normal. And maybe that's the point that I can tie this whole convoluted, messy podcast. This is probably the most messy podcast I've ever fucking done, but whatever. Your benchmark of what would be amazing to you, you probably, or a lot of guys will look at, you know, the sex that I've had and say like, holy shit, if I could just have that, my life would be complete. I bet Andy's happy all the time. You can't make that assumption. You reset or you it becomes the new normal. Like threesomes are absolutely the new normal for me. At this point, Imogen and I have done, it's the end of 2020. We've had 19 different girls in threesomes. A lot of them ongoing. So, you know, I've lost count of how many times I've been in a bed with two women. It would probably be a hundred times at this point. Probably more than that, actually. We've lost fucking count. But 19 separate girls, that's like normal for me now. That doesn't give me some like blissful feeling. It's it's the same way that sex feels, you know, with someone that you, with your girlfriend. It's fucking amazing. I fucking love sex. I love threesomes. It feels really good, but it doesn't complete you. Maybe that's what we're talking about here. You need more than that. And that is a good thing. You should always be pushing further. You should never settle. You should never rest on your laurels and say, 
well, I got to a point where I have a great sex life. Cool. Time to never move on to anything ever again. This is all I need. Human beings don't work like that. We are by definition greedy with our goals. We always want more. And that's a fucking beautiful trait. Otherwise, we would have just stayed in fucking caves and never ventured outside and never expanded and never built countries and never built civilizations and technology and all the amazing shit that we've built. We need greed. We need that serotonin and that dopamine to reset, to become the new normal, and you need to be chasing the next big thing. So it's a weird point here because I, I, I can go two ways with, with making this point. This really is a very messy podcast. But to that point, I could say, don't look at my sex life and assume that I'm happy I need to think how to phrase this. I'm certainly happier than I was before, like orders of magnitude happier. Let's say I'm, I'm 30 times happier than I was before I started getting laid, right? That, that's fucking amazing. I don't want to go back. Sometimes I have nightmares of like, what if, I don't know, some magical genie came and like clicked his fingers and I had to go back five years. Like that's a fucking nightmare to me. I can't imagine undoing all the work I've done over the last five years. And the position I'm in now Old Andy never even thought that was possible. If you could convince him it was possible, I would have paid like fucking $500,000 to get here. But I guess what I'm saying is I don't want you to... Guys do this all the time. I used to do this. I've stopped doing it now. You know, when you're at the start of your getting laid journey or maybe, you know, you've just you've been working on it for a couple of months... You think, if I could just get to the end end destination, my whole life would be complete. It, it doesn't work that way. Yes, you will be very fucking satisfied when you fix your sex life and you can get laid whenever you want. It will be mind-blowingly amazing. It will be one of the hardest things that you ever do, one of the hardest challenges you ever overcome. It will make your life orders of magnitude better. But it isn't the finish line. Maybe that's the point that I'm getting to here. It's not the destination. It's the first milestone. And I don't want you to be naive and think, fuck, that, that's the end. Because that's what I did. Like I said, I, I literally thought if I can just have a decent sex life, everything is perfect and I won't need anything after that. And I say, I'm sorry, it doesn't work that way. And on that notion, what seems flashy to you is not as flashy to me. Like a threesome at this point is kind of almost just, it's so normal that it's it's not boring, but it's it's like having sex with your girlfriend. It's fun, but you know, it's not flashy. That said, I understand if you're looking at my website, if you're looking at my proof stories, if you're reading, listening to my podcast where I talk about sex that I've had and you're looking at the pictures and shit like that, yeah, maybe that's flashy as hell to you. That's certainly something that you should fucking work towards and make happen. You all bloody well deserve it. If I could have it, you sure as hell can have it. And I guess there's some hope in this message, in, in what I'm trying to say here, which is, I, I guess, or I hope... I know this has been a very poorly constructed or planned podcast, but I hope you take a message from this where I say that it isn't always crazy and flashy where I'm sitting right now. I hope you take from that this idea that, okay, if he's saying it's not flashy and crazy and he's not amazing and he's not doing anything flashy and like he hasn't got some secret talent that I don't have, maybe I can get there too. And if he's saying it's kind of, clinical or textbook or almost boring that should hopefully lower the bar to entry you know what i mean like if you want threesomes they'll be fun and amazing and crazy the first few times but after you have them enough times 
you will say like, holy shit, this wasn't even hard. This isn't hard. There's almost no barrier to entry to having a threesome other than the one that you've constructed in your mind. I tried for like two years to have a threesome and I just couldn't, in inverted commas, supposedly couldn't have one. And then the second I took it seriously, within two months, I had my first threesome. And then I went on to have like a bunch more. If you can like lower that barrier to entry to having a kick-ass sex life, you know, to getting to my level, I, I hope that's what you take from this podcast. I know this hasn't been, I haven't said this point in a very good way. I'm very fucking tired. My brain isn't really working very well. But yeah, I hope that you look at my sex life and you listen to what I'm saying here. And you say, okay, like maybe it isn't as flashy as I thought it was. Maybe it isn't so impossible as I thought it was. Maybe it's conceivable that I can get to his level. Because if he's saying it's boring and normal and threesomes are not that hard, you just have to ask two girls that you're seeing if they want to, you know, fool around together. That's not that hard. Maybe I could do that. He's saying it's not flashy. He's saying he doesn't have some, you know, skill that I don't have. Maybe I can do it too. So I'll leave it there. It's not always flashy. It is a lot of fun. Life isn't always flashy. Be very skeptical and cynical of anything you read online, anything people put out there. Always view it through the lens of this person is presenting a persona to me or they are presenting the the highlight reels or the things they think I want to see rather than a complete picture. I'm only giving you like 10% of the pie. You know what I mean? I'm giving you the best 10% and... 2% of the bad stuff, and then I'm leaving out the rest. I'm leaving out the boring shit. I'm leaving out the negatives, or most of the negatives. So, yeah. Now go out there, get some pussy, have some fucking threesomes, because it really isn't that hard. Maybe I should leave you with this fucking challenge. The first person that has a threesome... Actually, I can't really quantify this, can I? Because you could just lie and say that you've never had... uh, Okay, I'll just give you an open-ended challenge. Go out there and try and have a threesome. All you have to do is have two girls that you're seeing, which isn't that hard. It might take you some time, but it isn't impossible no matter where you're at. It might just take you six months of self-improvement. You can get to a point where you have two girls that you're seeing, and then you just text both of them or ask them just after sex, have you ever fooled around with a girl, or would you like to try? Or have you ever thought about it? They will say, Yes, or maybe I'm curious or, you know, I've thought about it. And then you just have to say, cool, I have this other girl. Show them each other's photos, invite them over for wine, and the rest is history. You don't have to be amazing. You don't have to be smooth. It's not that fucking hard. Please go out and do that. I want some of you guys to start having threesomes because too many of you fall into the same trap that I used to before I'd ever had my threesome where you think like, nah, I can't, I'm not a guy who has threesomes. And it's like, A lot of you guys out there are fucking slaying it. You're killing it. I can think of two of my clients right now that get laid like all the fucking time, but you guys are too afraid to actually have a threesome because you're like, nah, I'll do that eventually. So for fuck's sakes, you could do that right now. You have three girls that you're seeing. You just haven't even tried. So my challenge to everyone listening, I want you to try and push a threesome, make it happen. I have a guide on how to have threesomes. I will leave a link in the show notes below. Go make it happen. Go build your own flashy life. And then when you get to that point, you're going to discover, oh, this isn't as flashy as I thought. I could have done this a lot sooner. Why the fuck did I think this was impossible? This is not even that hard. It just requires commitment, consistency, and improving a tiny little bit every single day, baby steps. Go make it happen, you guys.